welcome to the Bible Tribe Word of the Day. I'm Denise Pass with Seeing Deep Ministries, where we see deep in a shallow world and overcome the battles of the mind with the Word of God. A pinky promise sealed the deal on the playground. What someone said was going to happen, but vows from people cannot be a guarantee in this uncertain life. Reading in the book of Psalms, chapter 74 through 76, and the verse of the day is Psalm 76, 11. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let all the neighboring lands bring gifts to the one to be feared. The word of the day is vow. It is the Hebrew word nadar. It means to make a statement or a promise. The theological word book of the Old Testament says a vow is the act of verbally consecrating, devoting to the service of God. Vowing to perform, to make an offering, or to abstain from something. The psalmist makes a case that the greatness of God deserves a right response from his people. This psalm is believed to have been written by Asaph. According to the Enduring Word commentary, this psalm celebrates a great victory of God on behalf of his people, and those who connect it with the defeat of Sennacherib, Isaiah 37:36, attribute Psalm 76 to a later Asaph or to someone who was a literal or spiritual descendant of the Asaph of David and Solomon's time. A verse of the day is a challenge to God's people to walk in the fear of the Lord by making good on the vows they make before him. We say vows on our wedding date and in dedications, but vows look different today than in the Old Testament. Let's look at some scriptures about vows we should or shouldn't make. Ecclesiastes 5 verses 4 through 6 says, When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? In the Old Testament paradigm, vows were a part of the religious system. But in the New Testament paradigm, this is not the case. In James 5.12, it says, But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. In humility, we recognize that we are not even capable of keeping our promises apart from the grace of God. James 4.15 says, You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord is willing, we will live and do this or that. Jesus fulfilled our oaths on our behalf. Matthew 5, 33-37 says, Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. As we plan our lives, we do so knowing that God's plans trump ours. Don't stress about making a vow to someone. Just be faithful with what God has led you to do. Go with God and his precious word, friends. Join us tomorrow in the book of Proverbs.